You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Will of God is the title of this devotion. Jesus said, my meat, my food, my nourishment, my satisfaction is to do the will of him who sent me. And in Psalm 40, which is one of David's anointed messianic psalms, like Psalm 2, Psalm 8, uh, Psalm 110, which Luther called the chief of all psalms, and so many of the Psalms of David, where you can see Psalm 118 and many other are Messianic Psalms. In Psalm 40, he said, I delight to do your will, O God, for your law is within my heart. I have found that statement so helpful for me in my prayer time. And as I kept meditating on it and praying it, it, it became more obvious to me and clear in experience that the Heavenly Father, by His Spirit, writes His Word according to the covenant promise in Hebrews 8 and Hebrews 10. He writes His Word in our heart. It's alive. It's active. It's powerful inside of us. I'll give you an example. The doctor walked into the, into the hospital room where Virginia and I were waiting after she had had a scan. Uh, being nine months pregnant with our daughter Gabriella, who was still in the womb. And the doctor walked in and it must have been a rough day for him because he was as rough and crude as they could. He said, uh, he said the fetus has no arms or legs and has deformities all over its head. Would you like us to take it away? Bang, just like that. Without any greeting, without hello, Mr. Mrs. Mosbach. Uh, you know, no, he just walked in. He says, you know, there's something wrong. And we said, no, we haven't heard yet. He said, well, the fetus has no arms or legs and has growths all over its head. Would you like us to take it away? I'm like, bomb. And Virginia looked at him and I saw tears come to her eyes. And she said, no, this is my baby. You can't take it away. He said, well, in that case, I can't help you. You'll have to go somewhere else. Somebody will come and talk to you. And he walks right back out. Wow. Bless him. And Virginia turned around as he walked out and looked at me and instantly the word of the Lord came in up in me as we both had tears come to our eyes. And the word of the Lord was, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continuously be upon my lips. My soul makes his boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. For this poor man cried out to the Lord and the Lord heard him and delivered him from all of his fears. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and so forth. It's on Psalm 34. It just boom like a fountain and the anointing of God's presence, boom, came upon us both. And the Lord kept us and upheld us in the moment of trial. Oh, what a good thing it is when the Word is living in your heart. So that Psalm 40 I mentioned a moment ago is right here in Hebrews chapter 10, speaking about Jesus offering Himself. So listen to this. Today we're talking about the will of God, okay? Verse 5. 
of Hebrews 10. Therefore, when he, Jesus, came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me, quoting from Psalm 40. In burnt offering and sacrifice for sin, you had no pleasure. Then I said, behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It's written of me to do your will, O God. Oh, what a phenomenal power this is. I, I find it, yeah, power is still not the word I'm completely looking for. Freedom to do, freedom to be, freedom to act, power of authority. It's like when I walk up to my house, right? And I take this key and I stick it in the door and open it and I walk in. Freedom, you see? Power, authority, to, to act, to do. Oh, that is the will of the Father. It's the will of the Father. The will of the Father, when it is active and released in you, you can do His will. Oh, my meat, my satisfaction, my food is to do the will of Him who sent me. And we pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thine kingdom come. Thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, previously saying sacrifice and offering, burnt offering and offerings for sin you did not desire and had no pleasure in them which were offered according to law. Then I said, behold, I have come to do your will, O God. And he takes away the first that he may establish the second. He takes away the Old Testament to bring in what it was speaking about in the New Testament. And by that will, by Jesus doing the will of the Father, we have been sanctified, made holy, set apart to the Father through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Oh, I find this absolutely glorious. I love looking at my Savior, Jesus, and see the will of the Father in action and so follow in his footsteps to which we are all predestined to follow in Christ's footsteps and that we come into that wonderful revelation of Christ in us, empowering, enabling us to do the will of our Heavenly Father. It says in, 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 in um, uh, here it comes, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Sorry, my, my brain was slow. <laughs> Hallelujah for the Word and the Spirit. Not in our own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing, creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for His good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Come on. I'm going to read verse, the second part of verse 12 as well. Work out, cultivate, carry out to the goal, fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, timidity, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ, not in your own strength, For it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing, creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Whew. 
That is Philippians 2, verse 12 and 13, the Amplified. Come on. I love these words. Listen, I love this. This, this is what I meditate on. Serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God or discredit the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is us working out our own salvation. Yes, with reverence, with awe, with trembling, with self-distrust, with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, tenderness of conscience, the slightest thing that you feel, oh, this, this, this would grieve my father, and you pull away from it. This is the father working his will in your heart. Wow. It's the Father working His will in your heart and in your mind where you inwardly shun what grieves His Spirit, what waxes His presence, what causes a a reproach to it. You inwardly shun it and you embrace what is holy, well-pleasing and delightful in the sight from within. That is the power of the new covenant at work in you. That is the cleansing flood of the blood keeping you regenerated, renewed and pure and holy before the Father where you have tenderness of conscience, where you shy away from what grieves the Lord. My daughter Mariah, or our daughter Mariah, who is now 23 and is an utterly lovely, lovely person. My goodness, I love that girl. (laughs) She's so precious. And when she was a little girl, how old would she have been? Oh, maybe four years old, three or four years old. I would think four by this time. (laughs) And we were laying on the bed, watching a little bit of television. She was laying in my arms and, and, and this new show began. This new show began and it was beautiful fields, beautiful fields, you know, hills and beautiful music playing. So I, I'm laying there listening to this beautiful music and watching these fields and thinking, oh, I wonder what this program is. And she said to me, Daddy, Daddy, that's not good. That's not good, Daddy. We have to change it. We have to change it. I clicked the little button to see what it was. And it was some evil show. But they enticed you into the show by beautiful music. But she picked it up in the spirit before I did. Tenderness of conscience. Come on, I'm going to read it again. Yes, reverence, awe, trembling, self-distrust, serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit Him. And see, had a tenderness of conscience that picked it up before I did. Oh, how I long for that tenderness of conscience day and night in me. That... The, the way, the nature, the spirit by which I say words, that I could feel it in myself. And if there's anything in me that would cause me to speak in any distorted way, in any bended way, that I could feel it in myself and go, oh, this is not clean, this is not pure, no. And that I I go before the Lord and let the Holy Spirit cleanse my inward parts with the precious blood of Jesus to keep me pure and holy because He is all the time at work in me, perfecting me in the will of my loving Heavenly Father. 
So with this in mind, let me close with you from Hebrews 13, verse 20 and verse 21 in the Amplified. Oh my goodness, this, this, <laughs> I try not every time to tell you how much I love it, but this, this I love with all my heart. Listen to this. It says Hebrews 13, verse 20 and 21 in the Amplified. Now may the God of peace, who is the author and giver of peace, who brought again from among the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood that sealed and ratified the everlasting agreement, covenant, testament, strengthen. So God, through what Jesus has done by giving himself, will strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will while he himself, the heavenly father himself works in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, the Messiah to whom be glory forever and ever throughout the ages of ages. Amen, so be it. Through that everlasting covenant that is established in the blood of Jesus, our loving heavenly father is able to strengthen, complete and perfect you and make you what you ought to be and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his perfect will while he himself works in you what's pleasing to him through Jesus. Now meditate on that. Meditate on that. And because of these great mercies that you have received from the Father through Jesus, offer up yourself to him daily as a well-pleasing, living sacrifice, which is your reasonable Christian service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove, acknowledge, and recognize and perceive what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of your heavenly Father in all that you are, say, and do. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Amen. Have a good day.